0: All right, folks, welcome to the Inclusive Activism Podcast, and uh, I don't know if you noticed, I noticed. I missed October. I missed it. I just straight up missed it. There's nothing I can say. There's nothing I can... I mean, I can ask for forgiveness, of course. Uh, and I hope you forgive me. Um, but, yeah, I missed I missed October. But it's November, and I've been very, very... I mean, you know, everybody's busy, but of course, yes, yeah, I have been busy. Uh, and so, speaking on the notion of being busy and what I've been busy doing, part of what I've been do- busy doing is I've been doing some workshops around this idea of indigeneity so i'm sure you're like okay well what is indigeneity is this podcast about indigeneity no it's not but this is my extra long teaser to why you want to listen to what we're talking about today so indigeneity is kind of like uh, so you've got colonization this is what happened to everybody all across the world we've all been colonized it's been horrible We're not enjoying it, Um, it's really bad, we're exploiting each other, we're marginalizing uh, each other, and this globalization happened, or I'm sorry, this colonization happened all over the world. We tend to only think white people as colonizers, but that's absolutely incorrect. White people are not the only colonizers, they're just the most effective ones, and those are the ones that we see are noticed now. Most, because um, those are the folks that are colonizing people actively today, but... Uh, Aztecs, um, maybe some of the Incans Definitely happened on the African continent Among some of the tribes there Like folks were colonizing each other And all types of bad stuff was happening And again, we're the Inclusive Activism Podcast So what do we talk about? We talk about othering The problem of othering And how can we start building bridges back toward one another again So, really getting and understanding what this is and how this works is really important because, uh, you know, we've all been colonized and our thinking is very colonized, and, uh, you know, that colonization has poisoned our thinking. And then we are actively attempting to decolonize ourselves, right? So, if we were just going to get rid of the bad, that would be decolonizing. Um, Indigenization is what if we were to get back to. Native peoples, the people that were the people of the land of blah once, right? And in this concept of indigeneity, this is what I've been working on. This is why I've been so busy. This is why I have missed my podcast is because I've been working on this idea of indigenization. So with indigeneity, like what made indigeneity so great? What made indigeneity work? Well, some of it was that we were in tribal communities. There wasn't a ton of us. It was going to be really hard to like exploit like your neighbor that you see, like, all the time. So, indigeneity did offer some really great opportunities to be in different forms of relations with each other, or put a different um, critical importance on why being in relations was important. But that's what I want to talk about, right? I don't want, like, you would think maybe I want to talk about community, but I don't. What I want to talk about is, uh, what does it mean to be in good and proper relations? And that's what we're gonna unpack. What is good and proper relations look like? Because if we can be in good and proper relations with people, perhaps this would be the end of othering. And honestly, if we could just figure out how to end othering, we will have achieved our goals as inclusive activists. I mean, we'll have done it. We'll have figured it out, right? So what is proper relations? So the first one, I think, to unpack when we're looking through the lens of this idea of indigeneity that I just talked to you about proper relations is prioritizing and making it a point to be in proper, in proper ongoing relational maintenance. So you're always doing in every relationship, either proper or improper, ongoing relational maintenance. Relational maintenance is recognizing that there's work that you need to put into this relationship to make sure that it's a good one. And part of the work in indigeneity is really being of service to one another, right? Like, it's not about... It's less about reciprocity. I mean, okay, no, it's totally about reciprocity. But it's not about give and get. It's about kind of outgiving each other as a goal. Isn't that bananas? Bananas. Like, think about it. If you were a relationship where the love level was so high, your goal was going to be outgiving the other person. That's bananas. Wouldn't that be great? Like, I want to have a relationship like that. Outgiving each other. Except, like, I'm not there yet. My partner maybe could do it. but (laughs) I'm not really at that emotional level of maturity uh, in this space right now. Um, So... Again, we're going to look at that, right? So what's so how do we how do we do this ongoing relational maintenance in a way that's meaningful and important? For, well, I think the first one is you got to maintain a meaningful emotional connection to each other, right? There's a difference between f- uh, being loved and feeling loved We sit back and kind of hope Like love like whatever Happens to come to us <clears throat> We want to actively Push and give and Love others We want to like actively give and radiate Love onto other people um, So when you feel loved, that makes you feel accepted You know you're valued And you feel like somebody sees you And gets you And not only do they see you, they see, like, all of you. Like, they see the parts you don't want them to see. And guess what? They still like you. Shoot, sometimes they still love you, right? Sometimes we just get stuck into patterns of, like, coexistence, which I don't think really helps. This is deeper than that. This is a union that's really stable. And we're really trying to push an ongoing involvement with deep emotional connection that's going to add a sense of intimacy and intimacy is not like sex. Intimacy is a sense of closeness that you're going to have with this person. You're going to have deep intimacy and it's not going to matter how far or close or how far away or how close this person is because your intimacy because of your ongoing relational maintenance and your commitment to a deep emotional connection is going to make it so you feel intimate no matter how far or close apart you are, right? You're also going to make sure that you disagree and you talk about that you disagree. Like you need to like talk things out and really understand who's thinking what, who's feeling what, who's doing what. It's a key to proper relations. Proper relations means the this person that you're with, you cannot be afraid of conflict. Like you and this person need to feel safe and be able to really express what you're really thinking, what you're really feeling. Like if you're going to address conflict in a meaningful way, you need to do it without fear of retaliation. Uh, you need to do it without humiliation or degradation. And you know what? You know what matters least? Being right. You know what matters most? Relationship Being in good relationship with this person And making sure I'm taking care of you And hopefully if I'm taking proper care of you Because I'm in proper relations with you You'll want to take care of me Make sense? You're not afraid of disagreement Actually you look forward to it Conflict is an opportunity to make something better That's what I love about conflict It feels great Uh, Because like, when you and the other people Are on the same team with conflict You're making each other win The other thing you need to do to be in proper relations is you need to do your own stuff. I was going to say shit, but I think I can't. It's my podcast. But you need to have your own outside relationships and your own outside interests. Look, to be a couple... And not be codependent. You need to be independent. And to be interdependent, you need to stay independent. Because interdependent is different than codependent. It's two independent people that choose to be together that magnify their possibilities because they're independent people that bring their whole selves to a relationship. And the two become more than two Because they're bringing all of who they are. It's funny, a codependent couple can come together and they'll end up being less than one because they need the other to be a one, right? So in some ways, both are less than one in a codependent space. But again, keep your relationships and outside interests alive. And so one person is not gonna meet all your needs. That's not normal, that's weird. Um, Like, you're my everything. No, that's, that's unhealthy, my friend. You need to get to a space where you still have friends. Um, you're, sometimes like part of the problem is we put too much pressure on one relationship. You can't be anybody's everything, and nobody else should be your everything. That's weird. You need to find ways to stimulate and enrich your relationship. And by doing that, it's like having an identity outside of the relationship. You need to have good relations with friends. You need to have good relationships with family members. You need to have other people in your life that's not just this one person. Right? You need to maintain your hobbies. You need to maintain your interests. You need to have a sense of wonder in the world. I'm going to say it again. You need to sing. You need to dance. You need to play. And you need to have a sense of wonder in the world. If you don't have those things, you're not a well person. And this is part of what makes being in proper relation like important. The other thing that you do to be in proper relations with one another is really communicating open and honestly. I mean, communication is the like money of a relationship, right? Like if you're not spending or using communication, if you're not engaging in communication, then you're not spending money on the relationship and the relationship's value is going to sink. It's going to go through the bottom of the floor. It's going to stink. When both people really know what they want in a place or space of good relations you're gonna both feel comfortable expressing your needs expressing your fears expressing your true desires even your weird desires you got some weird desires let's be honest you do some weird stuff trust me i do some weird stuff too like the more we can get our arms around all parts of ourself even the weird shameful parts of ourself the easier it's gonna be but when you share those intimacy deep dark parts of you it actually strengthens the bond right And it's hard because, like, we need to, like... I think in relationships, there's... Like, I'm going to use this idea of love and love in, like, a wider than romantic way. Like, I think we fall in love and we expect this falling in love experience to happen in all of our relationships. Because, like, you know, you've fallen in love with your best friend. You've, you know, like, in the moment in Step Brothers, did we just become best friends? That moment. They're falling in love in that moment, right? Uh, Falling in love is an experience... And staying in love is a requirement. It's a duty. It's a responsibility. It's work. Uh, it has rewards, yeah. But, like, are you going to put in the effort? A healthy, secure relation where you can serve as an ongoing source of support and happiness through, throughout your life, in times of good times, in times of bad times... That's going to strengthen your well-being, both of your well-being, right? And the other thing is, as you share all these parts of you, you become in proper relations with the human in front of you. And that human goes beyond labels, beyond boxed in thoughts or ideas of should be or how someone should be or, or whatever, right? Like it's deeper than a surface interactional thing. It's a relational thing. It's deep. It's meaningful. It's important. Um, In some relations, people will only focus on unavoidable problems um, or their whole relationship becomes focusing and making problems bigger. But real relationships focus on the team, right? It's how do we help each other? How do we serve each other? How do we be part of each other? How do we stay part of each other? You know, how do we grow together? So what do you got to do, right? Commit to spending quality time together, right? The only way you get to know somebody is by spending deep, meaningful, good time. So I don't care how busy you are or what's going on. You need to make the time. This is why I need to get back in relationship with you. And this is part of the reason why I'm doing my podcast on good relations. It's because I haven't been in bad relations with you as my podcast audience. I'm sorry. And hopefully this will have meaning and value for you. Then you need to do something you enjoy together. I enjoy podcasting. You enjoy listening to podcasts. Hopefully you're going to enjoy listening to me after having a little bit of time off uh, and you're going to find some interest and wonder in what I have to say. Um, We need to do something new together. Like, uh, all people need to do new things together. Novelty is a big part of things. Like, if you're doing the same old thing in the same old relationship, same old, same old, same old, old, like, there's no wonder anymore. There's no play. There's no singing. There's no dancing. There's no excitement. Like, focus on opportunities for novelty. Novelty. Uh, And then, like, try to enjoy each other. There's a reason why you chose to be in relations with this person. Like, and, and when I say relations, it's not just people. Like, relations with your dog, relations with your tree, relations with the land. How can you have fun with the land? I was hearing someone talk today, and it was the Indigenous Vision podcast. I love them. And they were saying, walk on the earth as though your feet are giving kisses to the ground. And I was like, huh, that's probably dancing, isn't it? Dancing is probably your feet giving kisses to the ground. I don't really pick my feet up that much when I'm dancing. Maybe I need to look at that. Um, do things together that benefit others. This is a good one, right? A big part of indigeneity is a duty, recognizing your duty and responsibility to serve your community. But if you and your And this other person you're in a relationship, volunteer, try to help, attempt to make a difference, work together, do chores together, whatever. Like there's something about working together, especially on something that's meaningful or important, that like does something special. It kind of keeps your relations fresh. It kind of keeps your relations interesting Uh, It can expose you both to new people, new ideas, new opportunities to tackle new challenges together. But it really strengthens that team, kinship bond in a way that's helpful. And what else does it do? It relieves stress. It relieves anxiety. It relieves depression. Doing things that benefit others gives you immense, intrinsic, deep value. Human beings are hardwired to help other people. And when you help other people together... You stay together, right? Stay connected through your communication. Remember that too. Tell your partner what you need. Don't make them guess. Like if if someone's like, what's wrong? And you say, well, you should know. Dude, you're part of the problem. Just be able to be brave enough to say, I miss you. I feel neglected. I'm dying for some physical affection over here. That's important, right? Be able to say those things. Like, if you have a need, stop being so chicken and say so. And then if you hear a need, make it a priority from to meet this need by this person you're in relations with, right? How can you do that? Also, like, there's so much information that people are just bleeding all over the place with nonverbal cues. Like, it's easy to tell what people want if you watch closely and you act like you care. And I mean, when I say you act like you care, like like... Be as though do the physical actions of caring to that person, right? Look at their nonverbal cues, read their body language. Someone might need a hug after a stressful day. Someone might need you to rub their back and tell you it's okay. Like if you ask somebody how they're doing and they're like, I'm fine through clenched teeth, clearly they're not okay. When you experience positive emotional cues from someone you're in relations with, whatever the physical being, that you're in a relationship, you feel loved and happy, they'll send out those positive emotional cues back to you. And you'll be saying how much you care about each other over and over and over again all the time. The other thing that we need to do is slow the hell down and listen. And this is especially important with your relations that don't speak English. Your dog doesn't speak English. Your tree doesn't speak speak English. The land doesn't speak English. Like, some relations are hard to maintain. The only way you can listen to them is by being deeply still for a long period of time. Listening is loving. And if you don't believe me, go back and listen to the whole podcast and prove me wrong. But I think it's important. The other thing is, like, touch is really important. Physical affection um, and I don't care. We could be talking about your your grass in the backyard needs your bare feet. I'm gonna say that again. Your grass in your backyard needs your bare feet. The ground needs your bare feet. Like that tree needs a hug. Like touch does something special. There's an there's a kinesthetic energy, and our electrical energy changes when we're in relations with other living beings or other things that we give sentience to. Water has sentience. Like when water hits our body, like think about it, when you take a shower after a long day and it's been a hard day, you're just different because the energy water gave you because it touched you. But you know, go need to touch water and give it that energy too. You need to go touch the ground and kiss it with your feet. Like think of living in this way and being in proper relation. And what would that feel like? And then lastly, reciprocity. It's so important. It's all about the give and take. So when you give gifts, you need to give gifts to your partner that your partner will enjoy, that your partner will love. And when I'm saying your partner, I don't just mean your romantic partner. Your dog. What does my dog need? He probably needs a good walk right now. I'm going to do that walk as soon as I get off of this podcast. What does my partner need when she comes home? A hug, a kiss on the head. Like an acknowledgement that, like, she's important to me. I need to listen to her and tell her how important her day was to me by listening with curiosity and interest. Don't worry about winning. Whether you get your way doesn't really matter as much as you both meeting your needs together. Like, if you never win an argument again for the rest of your life, but you're in good relations, man, I can't wish you to be so blessed. Because it's not about winning. It's about meeting each other's needs and being in proper relations. If we live in a world where we were in proper relations with each other, where we were deeply meeting one another's needs, dude, we wouldn't have problems. We wouldn't have those issues. So remember, in conflict, and understand conflict is inevitable, fight fair. Don't start arguments over things that can't be changed. Keep the, the mutual goal of solution for both of you, first and foremost, in your mind, don't attack people. Use your eye statements. Don't, br- don't kitchen sink and bring up old arguments. Be willing to forgive. And if you're too emotionally overwhelmed, time out. Take a break. And then, you know what? Sometimes, let it go, dude. Just let it go. It's because, you know what? It might not be that big of a deal anyway. I think the last thing I want to leave you with is be prepared for ups and downs, ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows, ups and downs. It's part of the fun of life. Not every relationship is going to be great. Not every relationship is going to be awesome. It's got ups and downs to it, and that's just part of the deal, and that's okay. If you're having problems, your partner's not your punching bag. Your dog is not your punching bag. Your tree is not your punching bag. Like the people on the road that you drive around are not your punching bags. Do not take down, take your problems out on your partner. Learn how to cope with stress. Fighting or getting an argument might feel like a release, but it just makes more problems, right? Um, trying to force a solution can even make more problems. Like when you're really looking out for each other, one another with a sense of care and love and respect, a solution rises. It's not, it won't need to be forced, Um, Go back to like also like if you're finding relations are hard now, go back to the things you did when your relations were just starting. Like what were the things you were doing that made that relationship vibrant, exciting, fun, interesting? Be open to change. Change is going to happen. You need to learn how to change together. You need to learn how to grow together. That's a big part out of what you need. And then if you need help from somebody else, reach out and reach out together. Friends can help you. Family can help you. Um, therapy is a good idea. Um, and if you need spiritual help, remember, creator's here. Your ancestors are here. Your other relations are here. They can help with some of that stuff. But you, you all your relations doesn't matter much if you don't believe it's true and you don't access the opportunity of that stuff. So, What do I talk to you today about? Today, I talked to you about the importance of being in proper relations. I talked a little bit about what makes a healthy relationship. I talked about the idea of how do you stay in love and not just like wait to be falling in love. I talked about quality time and how you need to be engaged in quality time. I talked about how you can stay connected through your your communication with nonverbal views and listening. Uh, I talked about the need for touch. And relational touch and caring touch. I talked about, you know, like kissing the ground with your feet. You need to kiss your partners with hugs. You need to kiss your puppies with pets. It's so important. And then you also need to understand the give and take is part of things too. um, That you need to make sure that you're in a reciprocal relation where you're really trying to meet the needs of your partner. And then also, ups and downs are part of the deal. Uh, In some ways, it's part of the fun, right? Right. Like, ride through those ups and downs. Like, surviving those ups and downs is going to make your relationship meaningful. So with that, thank you for your time and attention. I really appreciate that you gave me your ears again, that you've been willing to listen to hear and talk to me and give me a space and t- opportunity to be back in your ears. I'm hoping that you are in a space where you really... um Got some value from this. I'm sorry for being out of relation with you for so long. I deeply appreciate you being in that space with me. And then also, if this podcast was helpful, meaningful, valuable, did something good for you, let me know. Talk to me. Get back in relations with me too. Because some part of what I want to do is be in relations with you. And I've been out of relations, yeah, but you've been out of relations too. And I can use some emails. So email me at inclusiveactivism at cox.net to get a sense of what I'm up to. There's been some new blog stuff on www.inclusiveactivism.com. And again, if this notion of like what the world would look like if we were in proper relations was interesting, share it with somebody, give it to somebody else, rate and review the podcast, little things, all these little gifts you can do for me and all these little gifts you can give to someone else. And I'm so excited that we could potentially live in that space and time. So with that, uh, I'm hoping you're well. I'm hoping I gave you something valuable and I missed you. And I'm sorry I missed you in October. Uh, but do know I was doing something good. And hopefully what I learned, I'll be able to give to you and provide more valuable to, value to you. With that, blessings and I hope you're well. We'll talk again soon.